and cornbread had a fight. Beans, Beans knocked cornbread out of sight. Beans. Cornbread said, now that's all right. Beans. Meet me on the corner tomorrow night. I'll be ready. For our gas you gave Beans. Been in this pot since half past two Beans. Swelling and puffing and almost due Beans. I'll be ready I'll be ready to tell the night Beans. That's what bees do Said I'll lay you low. Beans. I'm gonna fight you, you so and so. Meet me on the corner. Meet me on the corner to Monday. That's what we said, Corinth. You're so bad.
no facilities Cause some don't agree with how I do this I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary But my technique is very necessary Blame it on Ice Cube Because he said it gets funky When you got a subject and a predicate Add it on a dope beat And it'll make you think Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach Cause they don't flow like this one You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through So don't try to sing this if yella makes it a cappella, I still express yo, I don't smoke weed or sex. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing. But making a sucker and you equal. Don't be another sequel.
Thank you. 
born to lose I've lived my Every dream has only brought me pain All my life I've always been so blue Born to lose And now I'm to lose It seems so hard to bear When I wake and find that you're not there You've grown tired and now you say Bye. 
Wiping the dirt from his hands as he walked from the grave. No one was saved. And he said, all oh, those lonely people. Do they all come from? The man looked at me and he said, all oh, those lonely people. Do they all belong? All oh, those lonely people.
Lots of money and rice costly too. Two drinks on a dollar ain't much a buck can do. That's why I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. I'm through with all these lushes who waits for me when I get paid. in time if he ain't mighty careful he'll end up without a dime that's why i'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade ain't seen one yet but heard a few of them was made
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, the only show with the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Except no substitutions. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. How are you, buddy? Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Listen, YouTube is one word. It should be just Y, not Y-T. You can hear the first initial of of the acronym of every word when I say let's watch a late movie on here it goes you too the T is pronounced okay okay we are a podcast we're streaming first right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time since 2016 we love the station you can also check out our podcast you have to use our acronym it's L 
W A F L M O I T. And you can find us. We drop every Sunday night or subscribe to us on YouTube and watch the video version on L W A F L M O I T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube every week. You watch with us, listen to the podcast at the same time. We have a very special guest, a special guest all the way from New Jersey. Please give it up for Anthony Quinn, returning champion. Hi, Anthony. Hi, everybody. How are you? My name is Anthony Quinn. How's it going? It's going fine, Anthony. You've been on the show before. You had recommend Miracle on 34th Street, the TV version. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was so much fun. I love your show, man. You guys are hysterical. Well, I appreciate it. I want well, to you're say back, what... and you. Sorry, go ahead. I am not from New Jersey, unfortunately. They oh, wouldn't all right. <laughs> I'm actually. Well, I'm really York. sorry. I apologize for the state of New Jersey Never for call pretending. Me from New Jersey again, Mike. I'm on my way to Cali right away. Okay. All right, join me. Come join me here in California. You came here today with another movie. What are we watching today, Anthony Quinn? Okay, this was one of you know when I got my my we got our VHS. Um, when I was a kid, it was a big deal. It was a Magnavox. Yeah, baby. A big old Magnavox VHS. My parents couldn't work it. No. <laughs> Little six-year-old or seven-year-old Anthony Quinn, however old I was, he was the one that knew how to work it. Maybe I was eight or nine. And, and this, yeah. Uh, and this was one of the first movies I ever recorded. I had a big old VHS tape with a big old label that said Tough Turf. And I watched, her. And watched and watched it, and I love this movie. And yeah, gonna... I want to hear more about your experience. But we need to get this one-hour, fifty-one-minute yeah. movie right. rolling. So we're going to keep with the antidotes, but we want the audience to go search "Tough Turf." And how does it spell, guys? T U F F. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. T U F F Turf, nineteen eighty-five. Tough. Turf 1985. Now you gotta pick the channel. I am the 80s guy because the other one has commercials. Okay. okay. I am the 80s guy three. You'll only find one. T U F F. Tough Turf 1985. Tough Turf. T U F F 1985. This I am the 80s guy is hosting it. Find it. Click the link. Hit pause. Move it to zero zero. And when Anthony Quinn says go, you're gonna hit go, and we're all gonna hit go at the same time. I have it all set up on my PlayStation 4. Uh, so, uh, guys, are we ready? Anthony, please give us the countdown. Three, two, one, go! Thank you, celebrity comedian Anthony Quinn, for the celebrity comedian countdown in the studio. How about some Anthony's, volume, Mike? I have the volume. It's up on 20, my friend here in the studio. Uh, 22 now. Anthony will be joining us for the entirety of this nearly two-hour movie. Oh, I got pull. I got. This is a special treat. Like, how, what's the longest you've been on stage? Like, what was the longest uh, set time someone gave you? The longest I've ever done. I did forty, like forty-seven minutes one time. That's great. Let's hear some yeah. volume. Oh, it's up. I have volume on mine. I'm oh, sorry, this is your favorite band, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. This is Carl when he's 18 years old. Okay, so now here's a guy riding a bicycle. What could go wrong? Dude, that this, this movie, it's not that bad. It's, it's made pretty well. Mm -hmm. I think so. 
Do you, do you remember what uh, network you recorded it off? What cable station you... I'm trying. You know, I didn't even have cable. I lived in Queens. I recorded it off television. So this might be like Channel 7 or 11 or... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was when I moved upstate. So maybe it was off like cable. But maybe it was. Maybe it actually was. Maybe it was off HBO or something. I remember this movie was always in every single video store in the eighties. Like that logo was on the wall with the poster of these kids. There's Robert Downey without senior. Or junior. Oh yeah, Robert right. Downey. Now Robert Downey is without junior. Why? Why? I mean, obviously it's an early role for him. I mean, he was already it's in a movies. Super early role. He hasn't hit yet, so he plays the friend rather That's than right. a main character. I mean, he's a main character, but. He was the friend in uh, Easy Money. I think that was 83. Dude, Not I Easy Money. The other one, Back to School. It was probably like a huge, huge deal, you know? They probably had cranes and all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. They, they had big cameras back then. They didn't have little cameras back then, man. To do well, you notice the... This has a nice 80s neon gleam to everything. You know what I mean? Yes. Very stylized. It's like a free music video up front, right? You pay for the movie, you stay for the music video. Now, do you know Marianne Faithful? She was more of like uh, I don't know. She might have been sleeping around. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Marianne Whore? Yeah, I know her. <laughs> Is she Marianne Faithful? No. <laughs> okay, now, neon. we're about to be introduced to some thugs. And these thugs, of course, have a leader. Thugs always have a leader. They're hanging around and they're waiting for the mark. And they will, they will, uh, mug them. Yeah, they will mug them. Now you can tell that the leader, because he, Chicago's, there's three of them. Chicago's, yeah, they will mug him. <laughs> now these they are know. manual websites, they're called magazines. Oh, new kiosk, no.com. Is this Los Angeles? What is yeah, that that he's, he's reading? I haven't. I... <laughs> what is he? Yeah, what is he reading? What I can't see a screen. It, was a burger wrapped in that? <laughs> Did he just Reseda. eat a burger or something? I saw some chips. Were there fish with it? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he, was there a basket? <laughs> what did he get fried? And this guy you. waiting for his Uber at the Uber stop. Dude. <laughs> Okay, he's now we have our Mark, and his car is in the shop. So he's got to take the bus in a sleazy part of town. Now, who should walk up? Murphette. Tim Richards, <laughs> who is Frankie. It's Murphette. That's a good one. Look at Frank. her hair extensions. Oh, my God. Her extensions has extensions. Now so that's they're, they're, they're in, like, a porno shop or something? They're in, like, a porn shop. I know. Where, it's where, the late where, night newsstand. What city does this take place in? Do we know? Lost yeah, it says Reseda. Oh, okay. Reseda on, Some, yeah, somewhere on the, in California. The, uh, I know it's California. Yeah, it's Southern California. But it's uh, the yarn shop has the city name. That's how I could establish it. You see yarn shop? Oh. You remember the old yarn shop next to the kiosk? <laughs> uh, it said Reseda on it. So I miss the old yarn Mike shop. Mike is right that this is Reseda. <laughs> it's Reseda Boulevard, Reseda, Los Angeles. 
all of this is in Los Angeles. But the thing is, whoa, Summer Olympics. Singles. The summer... <laughs> what were you saying, buddy? I was saying that the Summer Olympics were taking place in 1984. Therefore, right. they had to do a lot of filming in sort of like remote places, not Los Angeles proper. But it served the script because it w these were poor places. The the other chick, I think, was on the Brady Bunch. Okay. Well, when they did aerobics? The other <laughs> chick, I think she was on... Oh, she all right. On, I think she was on... And then she was Did on some other fun? show where she had like a drinking problem or something. Or maybe it was Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. I... She was on Little House on the Prairie. Now, Mike, yep. you and I will know her from Repo Man. I'll be bringing her up later. That's, her name's uh, Olivia Barish. Repo Man was around the same time. Yeah. Repo Man, yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Repo Man was 84. That's the take I was talking about, that one. Oh, all right. Repo Man was oh. 84, so she was in that one year earlier. Now, here's Nick. He looks a little like Adam Ant to me, and he's the ringleader. He's the main stuff. But look, the guy with the bicycles interrupting everything. Give me that. Oh, he – hold Nick. my beer. Did I say hold my beer? I didn't mean it literally. Oh, no. He's a ninja. He gets hit in the back. You see the rip. That should hurt. Yeah, you see it ripped. That's a pretty cool jacket he's got too. It really is. Rip. It looks cooler ripped now. I bet that guy has a huge heart on after getting whipped in the back. He's like, yeah, some free. Now Kim likes it. Look at Kim. Who is yeah. that man? Yeah, I thought her name was Frankie. Her name's Frankie. Her name in real life is Kim Richards, and you know her from Escape from Witch Mountain. Which I really thought, the creepy yeah, girl. Her I always thought it was very dumb of her. I mean, you don't know which mountain you're on. Well, you know those two movies. There was Escape to Witch Mountain and Return from Witch Mountain. There was the the prepositionals. The prepositions in those movies were off the hook. <laughs> and then they had the Rock remake, where it was like Escape to Witch. You know, Escape from Witch Mountain. They did it properly. Now, if you're How like old do you think James Spader is? How old do you think he is? Oh, he's got to be 16, 18, maybe. No, he's in his twenties. In his twenties, yeah, he always looked younger. Always played younger. He's, not, he's in his twenties. He's definitely in his twenties. He's playing a teenager, but huh? I remember. This, I, 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 you know, I like this movie. This was this was the movie I liked when I was a kid, man. This is it's it, it's. These roaches are still alive, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, that was that was makeup. That was um special effects. That was special effects. The roaches survived, actually. They only survived members of this movie. The ro those roaches are paid actors. <laughs> they call them talent. They're, they're, the they're, they're background stunt roaches. roaches. Stunt bugs. Stunt, stunt roach. Now, who's coming home from work but his taxi-driving father? Now, the backstory is he was a successful real estate person in Connecticut, making a lot of money, but he lost his business and they had to move here for financial reasons. They, they just don't, they don't say why, just like, just something happened, you know? Right. Like, he, they, yeah. his dad probably did something. His dad's probably a, a pedo or something. Honestly. Yeah, uh, or, or construction work. We had to leave. 
Oh man, it's total anarchy. Look, someone wrote fuck or F with an underline. Wouldn't this have been wild going to an outdoor uh, high school? They exist. Not not our high We had an amphitheater in Montclair High, I guess. We did. We had a great amphitheater. This kind of reminds me of summer school. We used to party at summer school and stuff. Everybody was happy. It was summertime. Yeah. That's Southern California, it's summertime all year round. All school year round. Now, I thought there was course, another guy. Is that the guy? That's Nick. He's our gang leader. Oh, the other guy with the other chick. And the other course. guy with the other chick was in more movies, I think. Like he played like he played a heel a lot in movies. The other guy with the other chick, I think. Now this guy the... you'll know. You'll know his face. He has a very small role in this. Oh that dude! Look at the, the security guard. That guy that guy's and he's in stuff. The security now, guard guy? Now we saw him, uh, Mike, in National Lampoon's cl uh, class reunion. But but my uh, Anthony's right. He was in Ruthless People. He was in Die Hard Two. He was in The Great White Hype. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sure. All films I've seen. He goes. You ever shoot anybody with that thing? <laughs> <laughs> now, not only did it's... they recognize the bike, but the rip in his jacket—that's what gives him away. That's the dude. Yeah, the guy on the right last guy. night. Oh yeah. Anthony, I, I, I didn't do any research on that guy on the right. I, I didn't look I him up. I, you know, I may be mistaken, actually. I may be mistaken. I don't know. Did, we have to did, see. Were we ever allowed in high school without wearing a shirt or uh, walking in with Hell a white no. Peter? Nope. Verboten. Nope. Teacher, ooh, I got a question. Yes, uh, speak away. Put your hand down, please. You're, you're wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make the school today. I... I... I messed now up. This, wait a second. Now, this is Mayor Gordy Brown. From, oh, from uh, Back, Back to, to the, the Future. Future. Yeah. And Tracks, right? Uh, I don't think so. He's uh, not Dieter? Was he it Gordy Brown? White Man Can't Gordy Jump. Brown. He was in Hill else. Street Blues. He was in The Fall Guy. Now, I don't think he was in that. Oh, there he is. Look at how young he is. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, this is his first true role. Is now, this before he got AIDS? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Now, this is James Spader's first role as a lead. But for uh, for Junior, it's his... You know, we saw him in his father's films, Mike. But in terms of being like a... a where did Mike go? In terms of being a star, this is his first real film. Oh, shit. Am I doing the podcast with you now, Carl? Yeah, that's right. Did I get promoted? <laughs> Can you say the initials? Let's see if you get promoted. How do you say the our show? Oh man. Yeah, that's right. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F I can't even. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. Bingo! You are now my co-host out of Mutiny Radio. I say it once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, as you know from watching this as a kid, Mike and uh, Anthony, um, he got kicked out of prep school, right? So the principal's like, you're a good kid who does well. 
Don't fuck up here because I got real losers here. I don't need a guy who's pretending. And you can see James Spader's like, gonna really try. This had a good education. That's what I I fucking love James Spader. I really do. I am such a fucking fanboy of the guy. I swear to God, I have a man crush on him. So now, Izzy's got a story. Back then, what? Izzy. Izzy's got a story of um, him being a jerk on set. We'll get, let's bring Mike back in here. Hey, Mike. Hi. Hey. Mike, where were you, dude? Oh, I went. I, you want I, your podcast I, back now? I, I I don't know. I got nostalgic. I, I I called up James Spader. I told him I was watching this movie. And he, he hung up on me. <laughs> I had to, dude, you look so young. I said, I had to call up JS. <laughs> JS. Hey, put down that black list script. I got I to gotta tell you, I just saw you. Yeah, tough turf. You were great, JS. Your hair looks so good, man. Fuck. Sorry. Now, here we have Wild West City. Like, isn't it weird seeing him bald now, though? It's like seeing James Spader bald. Was, like, first time you saw that. Wasn't that weird? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he definitely has a second act in his career. But he, you know, when he aged, he looks different from the image that he has in this film. And his image now is like, I don't know, like fucking Gibraltar rock, bald-headed dude, like takes up all the space, like in a, in a good way. Like he's an actor, but yeah, oh, a different the guy, the guy is a consummate professional. He's a fucking actor. Put him in yeah. something, he gives you everything. He's great. He's fucking great. I love him. I love But him there is a difference yeah. between like, I don't know. I, I The only time I watched The Office, honestly, I saw the episodes with him in it, and I thought he was so funny in it because it was completely antithetical to every everything that everyone else was doing. Like it just... For that brief moment, there was like this kind of sunshine on that show of this, this person who was completely off the hook. You know, he played a different frequency to everyone. And I thought that was fun. I, I like the office. I like clips of the office. I don't know if I could watch a whole episode. You know what I'm I saying? I like gifts of the office. Anything that actually speaks or has video or is 22 minutes, I can't watch. But if it's a reaction shot that I could put in a response, I'm all for it. Way to go. Good job, sitcom. <laughs> So James Spader was all movies at this point in his career, but later in his career, he turned, except for uh, the Avengers film, he Boston turned into all Boston TV. Legal. Boston Legal is what brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. And then Boston the Blacklist kind of cemented it. Not that he ever left, but Boston Legal was like the hit he was involved in, where he was sure. really a big part of their success. There's now, Robert Downey. What we've missed is... Why is it so dull? Oh, what, are they watching a movie or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a film noir movie. What we've missed is that uh, Robert Downey Jr. And for freedom. <laughs> now, Robert Downey Jr. found out that he's going to get his ass kicked. So he gave him a switchblade so he can protect himself. Now, look. Watch his jacket. There's no rip on his jacket now. Watch. See? Right. His jacket doesn't now? have a slash. Who gave him a switchblade? Robert Downey Jr. did. Oh, okay. Not from a woman okay. named Feather. Now, Feather is Vidal Sassoon's daughter, and we'll see her later. Holy shit, they, they're riding his bike! Holy They're shit. doing donuts on the in the intersection oh, with this bike. They're gonna leave bike track marks. Oh, I can't believe they took his bicycle. Now Robert no, there's, Downey there's Jr. There's a slash on his jacket. There's a slash now, on his jacket. 
Mm -hmm. I don't know. Consistent. There wasn't a minute ago. There I was think it was just the light. The light made it look like there wasn't, but I think there was. Oh, okay. It seems pretty incidental that they would switch in. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like in the out same of, exact out of order that way. Yeah, in the same. Where's, where's the security guard? Yeah, where's we, the security guard? We won't see him for the rest of the film. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Sounds uh, like the '80s, baby. <laughs> Sounds like oh. the 80s. Look at all the skid marks from doing donuts with his bicycle. Uh-oh. That's like that's like a real like crazy muscle car for a kid to be having in high school. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen kids with cars, let alone muscle cars in high school. I mean, I guess now, some kids had cars. There was, there was that, a rich yeah. kid. There was a rich kid that had a muscle car, but it wasn't like that's like a, a custom, you know. Some kind of old, special muscle car. Some kid right. in high school had an IROC or something. Now pay attention to that brown car because it's going to become plot points at so certain points in this film. All right. Oh, that brown car back there? Dude, my dad's not rich anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can only afford one bike. Oh, that's got to hurt. He spray painted his sunglasses. That shit goes right into your eyes. Yeah, look at that. The red list. Am I right? Is yeah. This paint? Yeah. Oh, that burns, man. You ever get spray paint on your hands? Blech. Now, in this He's... scene, James James Spader isn't going to do a cool thing. He's basically going to get humiliated. And that's a plot point for the entire. They're calling him Bebop. Bebop. Oh no! Don't man! I gotta take that and ride that home. Some some idiot girl, and it was like, make him pay. <laughs> this car. Uh oh, there's, here's the car. They cued her. Say, make him pay now. Man, look at Robert Downey. Yeah, he's got like a he's got like a, a friggin' terrible haircut. Well, I don't think anyone notices his terrible haircut in this film. Like when she shows up, people are like, hey, Downey, your hair looks good. Now look at Kim Richards when they give knowing looks to each other, him and Frankie. You know, he looks at her like, are you really part of this cruelty? And she feels the guilt. You can see it in her face. This is uh -oh. either well-directed or well-acted because of things like this. Now, this director, Mike, we saw yeah. him in Children of the Corn. Because why didn't he just move the bike out of the way? Because of the script. Right. I mean, you got to throw it at him. Uh-oh. Why didn't he just move it out of the way? This yeah, always... no, I, it was a split decision. Children of the Corn, that was a good movie. That was around yeah. this time, too. This you know, Children of the did... Corn, that, that was a scary movie. Now, until, like, until they started, you know, like, until three quarters of the way through the movie. Then like, it got oh, kind of weird. Oh, oh. 
Like yeah, it was scary. We watched it on the show. It's we on YouTube. We did. We did. We saw this director before in Children of the Corn, which oh, you we saw really, the first Children of the Corn. Wow. Which we really dug. He also did Swamp Thing TV series in 1990, and of course he did this. He kind of went away. He isn't known for much, but I just right. wanted to bring up Children of the Corn because he did a really good job, and we had a really good episode with that one. That is great. Yeah. You saw the first Children of the Corn. You did. You did an episode on that. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good one. That was a scary one. Who it was. was uh, it was from Terminator, Mike. Who was it from Terminator? The, mom. the kids, right? The oh mom. no, the mom, Linda Fortino. Linda Hamilton. Hamill, Hamill. Oh, Hamilton. Lisa okay. Hamill. I gotta Lisa mix Hamill, up. right? Is it Linda or Lisa? Linda Hamilton. Now here comes Hamilton. mom. When she sees the bike, she's gonna be like, "You're a, you're a bad kid," <laughs> and that's our plot. Oh, so the mom blames him, but he is a bad kid. He's, he is he's a bad kid, for but but she, he's a good kid in the in the end, and his dad no, sees that. Who's gonna pay? Hey, you're right. The, the guy from Trex, uh, Peter, is William Pugh, and he's. I gotta. I forget to ask people if they have insurance all the time, dude. Why would? You... <laughs> oh, look at the dad. He is definitely an unemployed dad from the '80s. He's got the pajamas on at two in the afternoon. He works the night shift with his taxi, and he sleeps during the day. That's all. Our... Oh, all right. That explains the p two p.m. Pajamas. Now his name is Matt Clark, and I know him from the outlaw Josie Wales. Whoa! He just hit him with a good line. <laughs> Jim Carroll, Jim Carroll, not the Jim Carroll band, but that's right. Jim Carroll up there. That's Jim Carroll oh, from Basketball Diaries. Yes, from Basketball Diaries. Well, not from it. He wrote it. Yeah, that was the, the guy associated with the movie. Yes. Huh? Oh, let's hear some uh, Jim Carroll, not his band. Isn't the Basketball Diaries about Jim Carroll? About, yes. Yeah. Now, this guy, he's doing a song called It's Too Late. It's a real Jim Carroll song. And, of course, People Who Died is in the soundtrack, too. Now, look. He's got no bike, so he's got to walk to uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s gig, okay? But he sees a car with the keys inside! Oh, boy. This is not a good way to start a new town. Dude. Gotta take it. I don't know. Is it even stealing if the keys are in it? Right? They're inviting you. Doors open, the keys are in it. Yeah, it's the drummer's yeah. car because his t-shirt's is in the back Is that Jim Carroll right there? It is. And look how his guitar is upside down and left-handed or something. So I was trying to find out on the internet if he's a, like a left-handed player. I think he was just fucking around and he had the guitar upside down. Huh. Well, he also has four other guitarists on stage. I, I, so they could cover that's interesting. For... That's interesting. 
I also tried to find out if Robert Downey Jr. was really, truly playing the drums, and I couldn't find that info either. That's Robert Downey on the drums? The shirtless yes. guy? Yes. Now, the one on the left is Vidal Sassoon's daughter, and she would have a tragic story. She'd end up dying of drugs. The one oh. in the middle is the one that I think was on Little House on the Prairie. You're right about oh. that. She was. Um, she was. I think also, she was on. Yeah, I think she was on other stuff too. He was I didn't in, realize that was down here. She was in uh, Little House on the Prairie, Charlie's Angels, Soap, Repo Man, Patty Hearst, Floundering. She died at 33 years old. Wow. Wow. That must. It was Little House on the Prairie then. That's it. That, that, that's what I know. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was uh, it was um, uh, Madame Sassoon who died at 33. She had a heart attack from a drug overdose. Wow. Uh, Ronnie the one on the left, all alive. alive. Whoa. Jim Carroll. Did James Carroll have an English accent? That's my, uh, Jim Carroll, this is uh, not my band. They're still alive. Now look how good uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, is. He tries to be cool and he mops over. So <laughs> look at that. <laughs> what a good sport, right? Right. I'm confused. Is that Jim Carroll from the Basketball Diaries? The, okay, he short wrote, answer he's a, is yes, okay, but he didn't star in that movie, but yes, he wrote the book about... Yeah, that's him, it's about it's him. him. Uh, the character is him, accent? yeah. It sounds Leo like is playing, Leo is playing oh, him, playing I believe. Oh, playing an English guy? Okay. Oh, what kind of wipe was that? Wasn't that horrible? Try not acting. He can't play guitar right and he can't act. Are they supposed to be in high school? <laughs> oh, finally they got the bongo player on. This is a high yeah. school band? Look. Not bad, right? James Spader sees Kim. Now, Carl, Carl and I, when we watch movies, especially from the 50s, we look at the nightclub or the 30s or the 80s, and we go, is this a real nightclub or is this set up for the movie? This is like, a warehouse, this... and it's totally set up for the movie. They wouldn't have, you know, a hundred people at a warehouse checking out a local band, but that's what's happening here. Now, for, for a warehouse party, there's a lot of space, man. People are giving a lot of respect, and they're not cramming in there, and, you know, no mosh pit. And these kids have it together, man. This is Whoever produced this is a fucking genius. Now, guys, look in the crowd. There's a lot of dorks in the crowd. Seriously. Check out the extras. There's a lot of nerds in the crowd. Oh, I know. Here we are. They were like, like probably shooting Grease 2 next door and they came in. Like they were doing the electric slide or some shit for a second. Yeah. <laughs> this is like more 50s. Uh, now, we're really missing shit. it, guys. We're really missing it. James Spader is forcing Kim to dance. And she's like, no, get off me. Leave me alone. And then she starts to like fall for him oh, and shit. dance with him. Oh, yeah. That How did you get that spray paint? <laughs> He's got more makeup on than she does. Cover up the the red paint. Now, you know, and, Nick, okay. Nick finds out that James is dancing with this girl, but Nick doesn't get involved. He sends his minions to go get him. Oh, yeah, man. His henchmen have to do 
do his personal shit, relationship right. stuff. Coward. Like, you're a henchman to the Joker. The Joker's like, hey, my girlfriend's talking to that guy. Why don't you go break it up? Right. Kind of lame. Oh, they did it. They blocked him. So they're, like, dancing against him? This is, like, one of those 80s dance musics. Like, uh, like breaking or something. Dance movies. I don't remember yep. people doing stuff like this at punk rock shows. <laughs> now look, the, the crowd has parted to highlight the stars of our movie like going a, through. More like a new wave type of... Like fame. This is like watching se a season of fame in the 80s. <laughs> that girl was on fame. Oh, really? Was, yeah, was she the Nick... Uh, Her name is Olivia Barish. She's Ronnie in this film, um, and she was definitely on Fame, Gypsy, Repo Man, The Incredible Hulk, Child of Glass. She was a big deal for a short time in the 80s. Minion. Now he's uh, dancing with the Minion. Right. Uh, Bob, that Minion. I got to uh -oh. tell you, the Minions are so nameless and faceless, I didn't look them up. They all have like white guy names. They're like Steve and Dave and Bob. Like it's it, just kind of bland names. I'll say that. Well, I have their names in a literal sense. Um, uh, we've got Mickey, Eddie, uh, Alan, Troy. Damn. Oh, well, you're right. Fuck. I feel like dancing now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there goes my ride. Now, Nick told Kim, go home, like he's in charge of her. And she listened. So James comes out to go, wait. And now the oh, minions no. are going to come out and beat his ass. Now, well, he, he told the other was... chick to take her home, right? He told the other chick, get her out of here. Yes. Yeah. Now That was he's... back when the turf was easy. Now it's tough turf. <laughs> now it's tough. See the new Avengers? Yeah. He would go on to play Ultron in the Avengers with Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. Who would? James Spader was Ultron oh, in uh, Avengers. You know, it, was it, was it? it wasn't. It wasn't Ultron's it? fault. What? I don't remember James Spader's in the Avenger in the Avenger movies. Voice only. Voice oh, only. Oh, 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 gotcha. Oh, okay. He was in the first Iron Man movie. He was the voice of the electronic butler. And that electronic butler, no, am I wrong? Is yes, that was Jarvis. He he Ooh, takes yeah. over Jarvis, and he doesn't really kill Jarvis, but we think he does. But he has Jarvis's voice. No, no, no. All right, I'm confused. it was Paul Bethany who's Jarvis and became the I'm Vision. Confused about a lot of right, right. Uh, fucking yuppie, uh, not yuppies, preppies. Um. Okay, now, as you recall, James Spader stole a car. So they take his keys and they think they're stealing James Spader's car. But really, it's a stolen car, so they will get arrested. <laughs> well, that worked out. Except for the nut punch. Nut punch! 
Hey, buddy, why are you lying on the ground all, all curved up? Oh, I got punched in the nuts, huh? Oh, it's just that's the Los Angeles thing to do, Carl. Driving around Hollywood Boulevard like that. In a stolen car. Stolen car. So, like I was saying before, they need... <laughs> I don't own a car, man. They probably thought they called the cops on him. Um, Officer, go around me. Go around. That is, like a, that is like a brand new Porsche, too. For back then, that was like very new-ish Porsche. Hey, they got to be uh, a, a product placement. Uh-oh, the very next day. Now, are you okay with Mike? Uh, Mike, are you okay with Anthony having the sound up the entire time? Usually, you get very sensitive. You haven't said a word. What's that? What? what? Don't worry about Anthony. No, it's fine. Everything's good. You want me to put the sound down on my phone? No, you keep it on. It's fine. Oh, Uh, really, Mike? It's fine. Oh, yes, it's fine. Oh, at least you do that for me. I'll turn it down. I'm just trying to hear it. Now, someone I mean, you guys can hear my phone? Someone has put a dead rat in his locker, and I'm not clear on who because those three minions got locked up and they're in jail right now. You know, right. so I'm not clear on it. What does this symbolize that he he ratted on them? Yes. Called the cops. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I think so. That he's a rat. Okay, this is brother, and brother is the greatest kid. He's graduating college he's going to be a lawyer he's number four in his class he's the contrast of james spader for our plot look at mom loving him over there he is definitely dressed isn't mom like a bipolar crazy lunatic (laughs) in a way i wouldn't say bipolar but yeah she's crazy i wouldn't say he's up on mom okay Is that better with the volume? Mike oh, don't worry very... about it. He's he's busting no, my no, child because no, Mike is very sensitive about the no. volume on the things because he thinks that copyright or something. I don't know what you think, Mike, but uh, when he didn't comment on you having the volume up, I was very surprised at you, Mike. We go I to. Put I put it down. Is that better now or no? Everything's oh, good. Everything's good. We'll talk about it in well, therapy. If you're asking me, I'm always cool with the volume being up so we know what's going on. It's Mike who's the keeper of the keys. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I, I insist. Right. Again, we'll we'll talk about it more in therapy. But other than that, please put it up. Now, you see the friction between the two of them. And right. I think that the writer missed an opportunity with this. Because at the end of the film, they have a chance for the brother to help, and he doesn't. He really should have. Okay, now you remember the brown car, right? You remember the brown car? Yes, sure. He hit the guy's bike. That's why he has to ride the bus. In the sweater and the the collared shirt poking out. Right, right. Whoa! Oh, brown car. Brown car! Oh, I remember this. He thinks it's the bad guy, but it's somebody else. Right. Oh, it's it's going to be uh, Junior. 
Oh, all right. It's the Junior drummer guy. Way around. It is the drummer guy. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, our, it's Robert Downey Jr. It's our man. He Didn't he play saxophone in, in Back to School? Uh, Robert, I don't, I know he was in it. I don't know if he played saxophone. He played that, that kid's wacky roommate. Right. It might have been a party where he was jamming. I'm trying to remember. Wow, look at this. Whoa. Oh, the worst. You is that this stunt guy the or is that Spader? You know, Spader, he didn't know whether or not to do the scene. He was really on the fence the entire time. <laughs> Oh no, is this the end of James Spader? Look at that look. That was that was probably the worst acting I've ever seen James Spader it's, do right there. He's scared. Look. Give us the dog growl. Surprise! How are you doing? Now that you get in the next car, man. This girl called my bro. Wanted me to come pick it up, he wasn't home, so Graham. Your pants are still right. So now we're we're off though, right? So he would, Robert Downey Jr. would show up on SNL as a cast member, like shortly thereafter. So somebody probably watched Tough Turf and go, that's the comedy we want. <laughs> oh, yeah, like 7 Eleven. Those are the days. So he thought that the brown car, you know, it's Nick's car. So he thought it was Nick's. Somebody else might think it's Nick. Who knows? Interesting. Oh, this is when they go to the country club? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually my favorite part of the movie. And um, the song they go sing, he sings. I sing this song still to this day. I swear to God. Really? Oh, great. We yeah. walk the we'll night? Crank, we'll crank it up. Yeah. I walk the night fighting the darkness that's in our heart. Now, we as you might imagine, he's lip syncing that. Guess who's really singing it? I always now, wondered. Guys... I knew he didn't. Who, who sings it? Okay, you guys remember the Honeymooners with Ralph Cramden, but also with Art Carney. Well, one okay. time, Art Carney got crazy. He had unprotected sex, and he made a little boy. And this little boy would sing this song. His name is... Uh, his name is Paul Carney. Paul Carney. Hey, no, he came from Honeymooners sperm. That's right. <laughs> The song is the honeymoon is sperm song. Now, and look, that boy was actor Edward Norton. Now that's, Norton. that's Katia Sasson. Look, you're uh, finished. Oh, that's the, that's Katia Sasson, the one that was in uh, Little House on the Prairie. No, no. no, Katia, no. Just, that's her right there on the right. Yeah, the on the right. The one who got the burger shut down her dress. Her, on her cleavage was... Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. all were. Kim, Kim could, was too. Uh, so was the father of James Spader. They were all oh, uh, on it. Now, you check out gas prices in movies. The burger in this film yeah. was $1.69. Yeah. We're going to see gas at $1 and change. You'll see. It's crazy. Look, bacon, breakfast bacon, $1.59. Not four fifty nine. I think like the directors, the casting directors, probably all, like we're all similar on these projects, you know. Yeah. Because uh, there's definitely like a lot of links. Maybe they were on on a break on hiatus between seasons. 
And they're like, let's crank out a modern day contemporary tale for the kids. <laughs> One that doesn't involve little houses and prairies. Now Ronnie is not the hot. Yes, Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, what a fucking killjoy! You trying to jerk off? He walks in the room, kills the mood. Stop being so wholesome, douchebag. <laughs> he was only Michael wholesome Landon. on air. I know, I know. I heard he was a real prick. He was a showbiz family guy, like Ron Howard and his father, and stuff yeah. like that. He came from from Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, but unlike Rod Howard, he had he had some talent. <laughs> Come on, oh, that's not oh. fair. Come on, Ron Howard. I meant, Howard. I meant in front Howard of the camera. Talent. Sorry, I meant in front of the camera. <laughs> well, look, Ron Howard's father, show business, put both kids in show business. One kid was fucking Opie, then he was fucking American Graffiti and Happy Days, and you know, then he directed like thirty fucking blockbusters. Ron Howard's good. Ron Howard's good. The other kid, I, was, I was a big Happy Days fan. I was a huge, yeah. huge Happy Days fan. I fucking loved Happy Days. They have the Happy Days channel now on uh, on Pluto. Oh, I'll have Kirk to check it out on Pluto because yeah. do they have the first season with Chuck Cunningham? You you have you can't select what ones to watch. Oh, they, they just have air them. They show Fair old enough. ones. That's, yeah. Well, that's how we used to watch them. Mostly, it would be like live, uh, new one once a week, but syndicated uh, weekdays. Yeah. So you would have watched yeah, like. I Seven Every episodes day. a week. Yeah. Absolutely. All all the time. Happy days. Uh yeah. the old ones were when Fonzie didn't even have a jacket. He had that like gray, gray jacket. Right. It wasn't the they weren't like like he they didn't want him. The network said he can't wear a leather jacket. No. So the first no. season he didn't. And and if you notice, it was never black, it's always brown. Fonzie's jacket is brown. Yeah. Yeah, not not the link. People have argued with me about that. They people have like, no, I'm like, it's brown. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it looks, it's definitely customized. Okay, so they're going into what, Beverly Hills? Oh, no, this is called El Canyon Country Club. <laughs> yes, they're going to a country club, not as members. But the thing is, um, James Spader has his expertise about how to be rich. So he tells he knows, them yeah. how, how to behave. He knows the basic general thing. It's just like when you're in a country club, like, you know, um, how you get in. How you um uh I know the member, the members like you know how you um finagle the, the the same kind of language like sponsors and members and whatever. So you have to say the right things. You have to say uh, when you meet the owner of the club. Good morning, Mr. President. I voted for you, Mr. President. Great club, Mr. President. <laughs> Get it? You're at Margo Lago. Oh, I saw that film on your suggestion, Mike. The uh, which the one in which uh, Humphrey Bogart there's a there's a tornado and no uh, Key Largo. Uh, yeah, is that what you're referring to, or am I, I mistaken? No, but what'd you think of Key Largo? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, <laughs> this is definitely. I, I think, think that they. The I think right. they missed some opportunities in the. I think the ending could have been better, but nonetheless. I, for, a pulp, for a pulp genre mashup, it was pretty cool. Because it had all these different things happening. Okay. This is like what the fuck? fucking song. This guy should be crucified for fucking Is that Twisted Shout working yeah. out? Yeah, and also in Back to the School, in Back to School, um... Um, That's another movie I loved when I was a kid. I love Back to School. I love that movie. 
That's a great fucking movie. It's a flawless movie. I mean, it's, it's yeah. so funny. It's so funny. No, I know you're not from New Jersey. I learned that the hard way, Anthony. But what you think of uh, uh, Easy Money, which is one of the most New Jersey movies I've seen? <clears throat> Easy Money was great. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, of course, of course. Fuck. They get so high, they pull up in a diner that's just <laughs> turning their open twenty-three hour sign off. You remember that? Yeah, dude, I haven't seen Easy Money probably in thirty years. I have to watch that movie. Yeah, I oh that yeah. I was that was one of the movies I had taped with the label on it. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Anthony, I know we're in the middle of this scene. Tell me your secrets of videotaping movies. Did you do the eight-hour video cassette trick when recording? On yeah, where you would change it, change the, the quality of it. You would like you could record better quality only two, but I would always do the eight hours. Eight hours, absolutely. It was like STD, D, something, D, like you know what I mean? Like it was, it was a setting on on the VCR. No, did you have like? collections like you would record tough turf and then wait till another movie of that type would come on and then use that not really i just had movies i like to watch oh, I'm, right a, I'm a serial movie watcher if i like a movie i'll watch it a million times i, I not as much but when i was younger yes i've seen yeah. back to the future probably a hundred times love right on yeah i i hear you uh what about ferris bueller how many hundreds of times i've seen that a bunch of times yeah a bunch yeah. of times not now. Ferris Bueller is one of those ones I can't really watch now anymore. But uh, but Back to the Future I can still kind of watch. I love McFly. That dude, I fucking love that. I love that. Yeah, I recommend if you ever a chance to check out the DVD box set. It, I've seen it for 15 bucks used, but I, I rented it from the library. It has all three movies and then hours and hours, including the ride video, supplemental stuff. And it's really, really... The outtakes of Marty McFly... Uh, pretending it's really, really good. There's a scene where he goes, "Well, if I'm bad, does that mean I'm going to be gay?" He asked the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> they cut that scene out, fortunately. Did you see Eric Stoltz footage? Very rarely. There's there is some in there. There's uh -huh. a documentary, and they show that footage in the documentary. It's buried in in the supplementals, but it's 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 him usually roaming around they show all the uh graphics of him at, at the post movie poster with eric stone mm -hmm. all right I so what are we going to get at the country club? now what would you order at the country club it's a buffet but what we're getting is a lot of uh jokes in which they're pretending to be rich people They're all preppy. Oh, you guys swallow. She goes at first I gag, but then it was real easy. <laughs> okay, we got to rewind that. Oh, lost her. Okay, now, once again, him and Kim will have a connection during all this scenes, you know? They're getting closer. Kim is just loosening up to him. A pretty decent casting because they did find people that look like lame country club people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like they did. They did really like give him a lame think, jacket to wear. <laughs> I think it's the same actors but wearing different sweaters around from, their necks. Right. Lots oh. of jokes we're missing here. Lots of jokes. Oh, that's it's so. It's probably powerful. the wardrobe. That's probably what it is. I think it's the same guy wearing different sweaters in the background. Like, now, what so I was, take one. 
What I was trying to say before is Robert Downey Jr. will also hear Shake It Up Baby in uh, Back to School. That was good, though. That was great, though. Now we will have carny sperm coming out of Spader's mouth. This is a horrible song. Do you like this song, Anthony, or it's just stuck in your head? He's lip syncing this? Yeah. And well, really well. You know who sings this? It's Rick Ashley. Is that a joke? Uh, I know, I Rick, Ashley. Rick Ashley's a panty waist. Can I get an amen? Amen. It's a shout out to Mojo Nick. I know that I should cry, but still, crazy. What a terrible song to just kind of unannounce and start playing. Well, you see, the guy who, we missed it. When they first came in, there was a guy who was like the uptight, I'm in charge around here, and he knows they don't belong. So to get a, avoid him, they quickly hopped on the piano. Gotcha. Look at Kim <clears throat> falling in love. Look at her falling in love. Fighting the dust. Anthony, sing it. It doesn't make any sense. We walk the night? What are they, the undead? No, they take Night Avenue. They walk on Night Avenue till they hit uh, Sunbreak Boulevard. That's, dude. This, I mean, this guy, he's really, he's really, he's chasing that tail, boy. He is. <laughs> he wants, he wants to get to, like, third base. He's going to at least get to third base after Oh, this. he will score. I know they're in high school. I don't want to be a pervert, but fuck, dude. But they're also in their 20s Whoa, and driving muscle score. cars, though. Uh, I'm a teenager singing my shitty song. This is the worst open musical open mic I've been to. Two songs. Both originals, but the song has to be less than six minutes, huh? I walk the night. We walk the night. He, she, it walks the night. They walk the night. Well, what's Robert Downey making out with the other chick? Yeah. Probably. She's, little her house. hands are all over his upturned collar. Was that the little house in the prairie chick he was making out with? <laughs> Maybe. She's the repo man chick. She worked, she were, oh, was she like uh, Otto? She was the one who was the girlfriend of Otto. And in the way in, she goes, what about our relationship? And he goes, fuck that. Remember? That's her. Yeah, that's her. Okay. You are not now part of this club. That's right. Now, Excuse me. So therefore, you think they're getting kicked out and they're leaving. But the truth is, they just go outside and they come on back in. You'll see. Oh, they're walking the night. Right. <laughs> walk the night. I know, like, dude, this guy. That's kind of close to my song. I, I mean, walk the got to come off, right? He just sang a song. They're in a country club. He already yeah, got right. his ass beat a couple times for this chick. That's right. This should be now, in a sand hole fucking. <laughs> when she got in song. the... When she got in the brown car, she was like, fuck this, stop the car, let me out. All the way to this point in which they're having nice, like, boyfriend-girlfriend talk. There should be brown eyes involved at this point. 
<laughs> you should be talking about brown eyes, not brown cocks. <laughs> not on the first date, Anthony. Not, I know, I know. Yeah, not on the country. I know, I know, I know this was high school. I know this was high school. He's wearing his sweater. Oh, and he's looking up her dress. Oh, no. You's gone. You just hit her he with that dialogue. Is so cold. You just gotta keep hitting her with that snappy dialogue. No, wasn't planning on it. And I've never seen this movie before. Like it is a video store staple. I've seen the box and I could recognize the logo, but this is a great opportunity because I never had a chance to see this. It's I don't know movie. why I'm celebrating this. I'm no. It, it's a. The thing is, you know, for what it is. You know, it's it's a cheesy ass movie from a cheesy ass time in films. You know, like right. at this in in the eighties at this time, they were not putting out. You know, they were not putting out um, a lot of really, um, uh, you know, like um, uh, uh, <clears throat> production. Like they weren't putting out a lot of very um, heady films. They really weren't. No, um, but they were pushing a soundtrack which this film does, and they pushed the video release of it. So it, there was definitely like a market for this type of movie. And yeah. I, I feel like this director, even though he did Children of the Corn, this is style, this reminds me of films from the 50s and 60s. Like he probably watched yeah. West Side Story and tons of films growing up. Definitely. he had a chance to definitely. do an 80s version. Definitely, yes. So it, it has definitely, because you can tell it's, chore it's a choreograph. Yeah. It's definitely like a choreograph, a dance guy in this movie. So... That's doing Even all this. Even this stuff. is like those sixties films. Yeah. yeah. Now this made nine million dollars. I don't know what the budget is, but I doubt. I think it's it still made money. It probably made money. It probably doubled its money or something. Yeah, it made money. I think they spent oh. six millions on saxophones at least. Matching well, suits. I'm trying to think because I would. Um, my family was big at watching the Academy Awards and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, yeah. I watched movies a lot. I was an only child, so me and my mom watched the the, the Academy Awards and stuff. And um, while my dad fell asleep drunk, okay, Mike, you got it out of me, you bastard. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, like from this era, what was the, what were like the Academy Award films? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah. What about I'm, like I'm, cocktail? There was always these kind of like the neon. Was the movie. Like, I mean, that was the that was well, Look at her dancing on the tables now. That was like so uh, bad. <laughs> it must have so wasn't like a song or something. I forgot about that movie. But that I Tom know, Cruise so is in that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I can tell you a funny story. We used to do something called Bad Movie Night in San Francisco. It ran for 10 years. And there would be three uh, people with a microphone up front heckling the movie. And my friend Sherilyn, who's been a guest on our show, uh, would would curate the film. So she picked Cocktail. And uh, this woman came from a nursing facility that, like, the van drove up. And she came out. Like, they got her out of the van, got her in the theater. And she sat down to watch Cocktail. Sorry. <laughs> and those, when everyone started heckling, she went and got up and left. And she left because she thought it was just a regular screening. She didn't realize people would be heckling cocktail. She thought like, "Oh, hey, cocktail is playing. Terrific! I'll get over and see cocktail." Yeah, <laughs> dude, that might be one of the worst movies ever. 
It's hard. To, how oh. could? But considering everything, like considering the budget, considering yeah. you know, like they really tried. That wasn't just somebody like taking a shot. You know what I'm saying? That was well, a major. We, that was a major motion picture. Yeah, I mean, we're watching right now a very cool stylized music video of like what a nightclub is. That movie cocktail is like. New York Magazine had an article about some hip thing happening in a bar, and they bought the story, and they made the movie, and they made it like Coyote Ugly is the same thing. Like, look how exciting this bar is, and how cool the bartenders are like rock stars. Terrible. Oh, look at this cutting, man. He's going 80s crazy. (laughs) He's doing music videos in a movie. I I paid to see a movie. If I wanted to watch music videos, I'd go home and watch music television. Thank you very much. This movie kills cocktail, man. Don't ever say this movie and cocktail in the same sense again, pal. Yeah. <laughs> that song. We would make a good too, double feature. That song, <laughs> "It's Too Late" with uh, John, uh, with Jim, uh, with uh, Carol, Jim Carroll. That was the video. The, the the scenes from this movie was the video. Of oh, well, for this group or for the Jim Carroll not band? Yeah, this is uh, Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. What a coincidence that all rhymes. Wow. Who's the heart attack? We'll see them in the end, too. Okay, here we got at the coldest beer in town. This is where Frankie Frankie lives upstairs with her father. Ah. Her her mother died of cancer a year earlier, and that'll be a big plot point. And here's Nick like, what's going on? It was practically a date you were on with this James Spader. What the fuck? Oh my god. I know what's up? Like is this guy like is she his slave or something? Did he buy her? He, he came in. Like and... I was going to say how much. <laughs> I think it's funny like we just cut to the scene he's already in the bedroom getting angry. He's like she, she should be like, "Dude, this guy sang to me." He was like, yeah. "We were by waterfalls and shit. What do you what you have some terrible denim thing on?" Like what? The- what was the last time you crashed a, a country club with me, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So what? You have like decent six pack. Who cares? Oh yeah, maybe you should show it off more. Oh, never you mind. You don't walk the <laughs> night, pal. You do not. Walk you do not walk the night. <laughs> you got to wear something like reflective when you walk the night. Otherwise, you know the cars won't see your ass. Ooh, ooh, he goes for the fourth kiss. Ooh, oh. ooh. Ooh. Usually if you, if you go for one kiss,